see this watch? You see this watch? Yeah. That watch costs more than your car. I made $970,000 last year. How much you make? You see, pal, that's who I am, and you're nothing. Welcome once again to the Cognitive Bias Podcast. My name is David Dylan Thomas, and today we're going to talk about the endowment effect. Um, And the endowment effect basically says, if I own it, it must be valuable. It's this phenomenon where you will uh, value the things that you already own uh, way more than things you do not. So one of the, the classic examples is they'll sort of hand some people a coffee mug and some other people a chocolate bar and then you know ask them you know will you trade the mug for the coffee bar or if you or for the chocolate bar will you trade the chocolate bar for the mug and the people who have the mug will not trade it they figure the mug is better the people who have the coffee or the chocolate bar uh, won't trade it regardless of who got which item they don't want to trade it right uh, because now that they own it they just consider that it has more value um, another similar example, and I don't know why coffee mugs are just how people like to uh, experiment with this one, but you hand out like to your class, let's say your professor, you hand out to your class on Monday, that meets Monday and Wednesday, a mug with like, I don't know, the school's logo on it. And then the class that meets Tuesday and Wednesday or Tuesday and Thursday, you don't give them anything. Then later you ask, okay, here's this mug. Um, how much do you think it should cost? And the ones who got, got it for free actually rate it higher than the ones who never got it at all. Right. Um, And there's all sorts of coffee mug experiments that sort of end up showing that people will will want to sell the mug if they already have it for way more than if somebody doesn't have the mug and they'd be willing to buy it. um, They would, you know, only pay much less. It's something like seven dollars. If you already own it, you you wouldn't sell it for less than seven dollars. But if you don't own it and you look at that mug, you're like, eh, I paid three bucks for it. Right. So something about owning things, something about having things, even if it's something that was given to us, not something we bought ourselves. We, we have that endowment effect where we think, okay, this, this is more valuable now that I have it. Um, and some people um, chalk this up to something called loss aversion, where just as humans, we are very loss averse. Like maybe it's evolutionary, but like the idea of losing something is way scarier to us than the you know, pleasure we find in getting something new. Um, which is really interesting in a consumerist society, right? Like, you know, especially as Americans, we're used to this notion of it's good to buy things, it's good to get things. Um, but we're really not so much into giving away things or selling things. We have that, um, that loss aversion where it, like once we have it, okay, well, let's keep it forever. Like you, this is where we get into hoarding, right? And this, you know, why it's difficult to get our heads around some of these movements that are um, all about, well, actually, you should get rid of your stuff. Like <laughs> you probably have too much stuff. You should get rid of one thing a day. Like I've had people who tried this and it's really hard. It's really rewarding, but it's really hard to get over that hump of, well, wait, I've got it. I've kept it all this while, even though I never, ever use it. <laughs> you know, I can't tell you how many t-shirts I still own that I never wear. Why do I have these things? But there's a little bit of resistance to getting rid of them. Um, another interesting uh, variation on this is uh, if you were told that you already had a bonus, right? You have a job and someone says, hey, guess what? This year you have, we're just giving you this bonus that if you accomplish these things, you get to keep it. But if you don't, we're going to take it away. You will work harder to keep the bonus that you already have than you will to get the one that if they say, okay, if you do those things, we will give you this bonus. Um, You won't work as hard for that one. So again, it's that loss aversion. Like it's the exact same scenario, right? You're still going to have to do the same things to get the, to get the bonus versus keep the bonus. Either way, if you don't do those things, you will not have that bonus. But the idea, just the idea that, oh, we've given it to you already, right, means, oh, I have something to lose versus I have something to gain, 
We work harder to keep things than we do to get things. Um, this is interesting. And one of the theories behind like why this works this way is that when we own something, when we have something, we kind of absorb that into our notion of self, right? Like that is my toy now. That is my TV now. Um, same way we think about that is my arm. That is my foot, right? Like it belongs to me. It's a part of who I am. Even if it's something as silly as a t-shirt, right? Um, that letting go of ourselves, like losing a part of ourselves, uh, even though that's not what's really happening, if we were to sell it or give it away, um, in our minds, it's kind of the same thing. That's what this, this theory sort of expounds. Um, and that kind of makes sense to me, right? Because I feel like, especially in a, in a consumerist society, we define ourselves by the things that we own, right? Um, we define our status by, you know, how much money we have, how much property we own, the things that we have, the watch that we own. Like, there's a great line in... Um, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, uh, where Alec Baldwin comes in at the beginning, gives this you know big old speech, and the sales staff there are asking, well, who are you? Why are you even talking to us? And he says, you know, you want to know who I am? And he points to his watch and says, my watch costs more than your car. That's who I am, right? You know, uh, and it makes a point, right, about how we define ourselves, how we define status, how we define who we think people are. Um, so a long way of saying that, you know, it's going to take a lot for us to give up those things um, if we're presented with the opportunity because it feels like we're losing ourselves. And I even think this gets a little bit into, um, like, fandom, how even the things that we like, like, if I have a T-shirt that's, like, I have so many old U2 T-shirts that are falling apart, but I'm not willing to let go of them because U2 is part of who I am. Like, you know, it's, you know, even if I never wear that shirt anymore, I sort of want that as a, like, emblem or a signifier of this is, like, you know, the band that I like, but it's also part of me in a weird way. Um, so really interesting effect. Um, and we'll uh, tackle some more next time. Uh, again, for the Cognitive Bias Podcast, uh, my name is David Dylan Thomas, and we'll see you.